All right, for real this time? There it is. All right, B. So this is the question that I've been trying to ask you. If you were to get into a... Well, how can I put it? What is the theme song that would play when you get into a fist fight with your boss in a Chili's parking lot? Go. You know, I think you'd have to, like, do something, like, stereotypical, like, Eye of the Tiger, but I don't know, man. I actually don't know. I'm trying to think. What's, like, what's a good battle song to be like? I'm about to whoop the Mark Henry's intro music to WWE. Somebody gonna get the ass kicked. Whoa. Somebody gonna get the ass kicked. I don't kick. know. I don't know, man. I might have to come back to you on that one. Because, like, I can't, like, there's a lot of really good songs, like... Enter Sandman? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Something by Def Leppard. How about that? No. I don't know, man. I really don't. I have to. I'd have to go through my arsenal of music real quick. Even better. Even better. How about the the SpongeBob SquarePants song at the end? I'm a goofy <laughs> That's the one. That would just be more comedic, if anything. <coughs> Dude, let me see here. That while you're whooping somebody out? I would probably say, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, let me see here. You know what? Let's go. Let's go way off the wall. Let's go way off the wall here. Pink Floyd? <laughs> no, no, no. Something crazy. You know, like Simple and Clean, the Kingdom Hearts theme song. Simple and clean is the way that I'm whooping your ass tonight. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Gotta let it go. Be like, you heartless bastard. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part where it starts saying, holy. <coughs> And you're like rabbling your boss, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, with that being said, welcome back to the Bruising Bros podcast. I am Brandon, and I am exhausted. That's true. Um, <laughs> turns out B's not very good at uh, arm endurance. We found that out today. I'm not good at anything that involves lifting things up in the air for more than one go. I wouldn't say that you're <laughs> bad at it. I know that you're definitely out there lifting more than ten pounds, though. Oh, that's right. Yeah, some people. I wouldn't waste my time with 10 pounds, bro. You couldn't... You, <laughs> lifting 10 pounds is not hard, but when you're repetitively doing the same motion over and over again while lifting something and not putting your arms down, at that point, 10 pounds can start to feel like 100. 5 pounds could feel like 50. You know what I mean? Exactly. People I, I, don't I, get I, that. <laughs> like, doing drop sets is really funny because, uh-huh. like, so, like, you start, like, you'll get, like, heavy... But then, like, to do a drop set, you literally just, like, you drop the weight. So, like, say you're doing, like, 40 pounds, you drop down to, like, 30. And it's funny because we were talking about that one time when I was in the schoolhouse. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, it's always so funny because you get to, like, the last set and you're doing, like, 15s, but you're, like, just <laughs> burnt out. And so it's like you're struggling with 15s and that's when all these hot girls walk by and they're just like, oh, my God, you're so weak. And it's like, no, I promise I'm not weak. I've just been here a long time. Well, I, I, I would imagine that. Some of the women in the gym probably know that, right? Theoretically, some of them probably do, but you know, I think I think the guy that we were talking to is just kind of making a joke about it. Yeah. Well, and also I think that there is some kind of truth to it because some are probably like, "Bro, you're you're tired with the 15. I know you've been doing it a while, but this guy over here, he's tired. He's been doing the same amount, but he's doing the 45 right now, and it's like, bro, I don't care. Yeah. That's why I tend not to honestly, like, <laughs> honest to God, like I don't give a shit what like what people think. When I work out, like, I just, I, I work out, like, I know that I'm not hurting myself, and I'm at the end of the myself. day, that's, that's all that really matters. I hurt myself with those tens. I, that's right, you heard it here first, guys. Brendan did some tens and just, like, messed his body up today. <laughs> Ooh, I wouldn't waste my time with tens. Yeah, right, you slobs, bro. 
Yeah, working out is one of those weird things. I think we've talked about it now. What? The last, like, three or four episodes, I think. Maybe. That's because I'm getting into it, bro. I'm a gym bro. You know, you're Jim Brov. I'm Jim Brov. That's right, because Jim Bros are annoying. Jim Brovs, they have the dude who drink a pint while working out. Uh, (laughs) So, funny enough, there's a guy who works out at the gym Uh who does that. Wait, he drinks? Yeah. Like, they'll catch him. Like, they're like, dude, you can't do that here. Like, this is a gym, bro. Like, you can't... But he's still there. It's, it's, it's... People are strange. Like, I feel like people who, like... Like, I've seen people at work smoke weed in the parking lot (laughs) and then come in. And you're like, I know it's legal here, but, like, you couldn't smoke weed, like, at your house and then come here. Bro, I... I can barely do it sober. I don't know how these people can do it under any kind of, like, in anything. Oh, I've never worked out drunk or high. <laughs> I wouldn't want to, bro. I feel like when you're drunk, like, think about it. When you're drunk, you don't want to do anything. Mm. Even when you're high. But, like, when you're drunk, you're just like, bro, I'm going to chill. You know, I'm going to whatever. But if you're, like, exerting yourself, dude, you might be throwing up. and. Ugh. I mean, you could throw up exerting yourself not drunk <laughs> yeah God, i've done that before but that I shit's like... no fun because it like it ruins everything dude you just all of a sudden your body starts to just like tighten up and you just you get like it's like ultra dehydration when you throw up from working out oh my god have you ever like had to throw up but um like your body doesn't want to and you're like trying because you know it'll make you feel better but you're also like oh yeah I, that's normally what happens like if i eat too much food that's normally how it happens like you know like that top of like the top part of your stomach starts mm-hmm. to really hurt and you get and you all think, that saliva in your mouth yeah and you think and you're just like sitting there and you're just like huh if i wait it out i think i'll be all right like if i just wait i think i'll be all right but then like the longer you wait the worse it feels but you still keep thinking to yourself well i don't want to throw up like i really don't want to do like, that i know i'll feel better if i do but at the same time <laughs> I, i'm not trying to i just don't want to throw up like or I, you go to throw up and then you're just gagging, but nothing's coming out. Oh, man. And you're just like, oh. Like, That's your body pushes and yeah. does the motion. Oh, oh. And you're sitting there drooling over the toilet seat. Probably got some doo-doo stains up in there. You go, You're wondering, when did I lose, like, track of my life? <laughs> yeah, there's not, like, a good time to throw up, like, ever. I've never, like, gotten out of bed. Like, especially, like... We'll use being drunk as an example. There's never been a time in my life where, like, I've been drinking and then I've thrown up and I'm like, wow, that was awesome. That was a great night. I look back at it the next day and I'm like, I feel like shit. I'm never drinking again. I'm never drinking again. And then, you know, obviously everyone knows how that goes. You're hungover in the room. I'm not drinking. The guy comes in. Bro, you want a Miller? Yeah. Yeah. Pass it up. Pat the Miller, Mama ain't made no beat. Exactly, dude. And but, <laughs> but yeah, man. Like being like throwing up from working out is probably one of the roughest things I have ever experienced in my life. I remember the very first time it happened. Uh-huh. I was like, I felt like I was like, I felt like really exhausted. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, I was like, dude, I think I gotta throw up. So then I started to throw up, and my, I, like I said, like, dude, my whole body started to tighten up. Like, I just felt like absolute garbage, bro. Right. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, why? I was like, how can you throw up from just working out? 
I was like, I'm, I don't understand. Your body's saying, yeah. Your body's saying, ah. stop that shit, bro. Because <laughs> the military helps a lot of people develop that drinking habit. So <laughs> they say the P in PTSD stands for Paps Blue Rib. <laughs> I've, I've only run drunk once. But you still did it. <laughs> I did I, I did it about half of the time. What was I worse? Got, that or running with a dip in your mouth? Um, I've never run with a dip in my mouth, honestly. Um, I tried doing it on a hike once. Oh, my God. Just because that's, you know, just, you're just pretty much walking. Right. Um, but even then, it's just, it, it it's not like the same thing, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you put like a, like a lifesaver or something that mm-hmm. like is, you know, kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. It just, it, <clears throat> where that kind of like... For lack of a better term, moisturizes your mouth. Moist. <laughs> but whereas you know, a dip for me at least, like I said, it 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 like would like dry my mouth out, mm-hmm. and I would just like start to feel really thirsty, which is what it does anyway. But yeah. on a hike like that, that feeling is just exacerbated, and it just it wasn't a good time, and so like I wouldn't leave it in for very long. And but running drunk was, it wasn't that bad. At first, like I started to run and I was like, you know, this isn't that bad. And then we got to the halfway point and started to run back. And that's when my body was like all of a sudden starting to shut down like piece by piece. And I could feel it. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) And I was like, well, I'm going to throw up now. And so I stopped and everyone looked back and they were like, come on, purity. And I said, nope, just keep going. I'll catch up. And I never caught up. <laughs> I actually did catch up because wow. they eventually did stop, but I ended up catching up, and then um, it was it was not a good time. It was like it was a very rough day for sure. Right. But you know. You hated every minute of it. <clears throat> you, you you live and you learn. You was like them kids from the Sandlot when they got on that ride with the dip in their mouth. Some of you youngins ain't never seen the Sandlot. Don't worry about it. But uh, they put the tobacco in their mouth. They get on the little ride. They go in circles. And they all throw up on the ride. Yeah. But as a kid, I thought it was beef jerky. I, I think that's kind of like... <laughs> I think that's like the like being a kid aspect of that movie. Uh-huh. Is like you'd be like, well, why are they doing that? Like you wouldn't realize that it was tobacco until you're older. And I think that's one of the things about being an adult and watching that movie is like you realize all of these like really subtle things where it's like oh that's right back we in, did that as kids back in 1950 America <laughs> you know you could go out there and you know steal your dad's chew and then all of a sudden you're throwing up at the carnival you could sell bottles by a baseball and fake a legend signature on the baseball exactly dude <laughs> man I don't even like baseball but I like the sandlot it's a good movie. It's it's a very heartwarming movie. It's one of those heartwarming. Like uh, what's the other one? Stand by Me. Stand by Me is a really good one. That's one of my. That was one of my favorite movies for the longest time. I mean, like it still is, but I watched it so much that I kind of ruined it for myself. Um, just because I would, I you know, it's kind of like listening to the same song over and over and over again. Uh-huh. That eventually it just it kind of loses its touch, and so then you just stop listening to it. But then every once in a while you're like. You know, I haven't heard this song in a long time, and it kind of feels that, you know, it has that, like, same little fire to it. 
tequila. <laughs> <laughs> that's also that. That's the song that they're listening to mm-hmm. when they're on the ride, and all the girls are going. Aah. That's true. But also, that movie's a little dated for the 2020. Because homie said, you play ball like a girl. Yeah, if you were to say that now, oh man. Dude, as a kid, that was the funniest part of that movie for me. Well, there was that, and then there was the uh, the sexual assault when Squint oh. made out with Wendy Peppercorn, who was yeah. 18 and he was 11. Yeah. <laughs> That's, um... <clears throat> sexual assault, underage kids eating tobacco. Yeah, that movie was wild for sure. And I, I hope this computer... Okay, we got an hour and a half left. Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Not an hour and a half in the podcast, but we want to make sure no, the computer I just, is alive. Yeah, my laptop's not plugged in, so I just want to make sure that it doesn't just all of a sudden cut off and, you know, we lost all this great audio. Hillary, <laughs> we're on to you. We're on to you. we got to cover the cameras, just like in the dark web. Uh-oh. Don't say that, bro. Look, you got the webcam right there. That's what I'm saying. we got to cover it up with a piece of tape or something. Uh, do you have one? No. Well, we're screwed then. Well. Mr. Slave Trader, if you're watching this, please don't trade us. All I'm saying is, is I also have this here f- fancy fucking free government listening device, courtesy of our boys at Google. <gasps> the Goog. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, It's a nice thing to have. But. But at the same time, I also don't want the government listening in on any of my conversations. And that's why it's currently unplugged. <laughs> because, as far as I'm concerned, the government doesn't need to know what this podcast is about. So, I, I actually, I have one of those Google Homes, and I did unplug it because I've been doing stuff in the living room area. Uh-huh. But also, I have Alexa. So, Alexa be listening still in the other room. Uh-huh. But I, like, <laughs> I've thought about just trying to have them communicate with each other. <laughs> and just, like, see what they do. You're like, it's on site, fam. Like, all of a sudden, you hear, like, the CIA say, all right, FBI, we need you to stop. And FBI's like, no, CIA, this is our dominion. We get the chromes. <laughs> that would be wild if all of a sudden you just start hearing these, like, wiretapping, like, federal agents just arguing through, you know, Google Homes and Alexas and, you know, uh, Amazon Dots and, you know, all that crazy stuff. And that, that I think... I, I couldn't imagine. That would be too much for me. I'd literally move away. They'd find you. No. They already know you're there. They probably got a tracker on you. Like, no. oh, he's leaving. They yeah, say, oh, he's leaving because they can't hear me talking no more. <laughs> That's how they know that I'm leaving because they're like, wait a second. Wasn't there a guy in this room not 20 minutes ago? And they start blaming each other. Like, bro, if you didn't start talking, you <laughs> wouldn't have scared him away. Bro, if you just sent a text message like we had talked about. <laughs> That's why the FBI ain't good for shit. <laughs> How dare you, CIA? How dare you? You and then killed Am- Kennedy. And then Amazon Dot comes in, and they're like, "Hey guys!" And they're like, "Shut up, ATF! You, you know you have, you, you, you know you really have no right to say anything. Like this is all your fault too." And they're just like, "Well, um, I don't see how, but um, we're just uh, we're gonna blame the DEA on this one." Oh no! Like, and then it's just this intergal like intergalactic. It's just this inter like. Uh, like intercommunal, like battling between all these federal agencies over who gets what, and then all of a sudden you hear the phone go, "Hero, <laughs> <laughs> who, who rishin into TikTok?" <laughs> and, Win- and Winnie the Pooh is like, "Hey guys, don't worry, 
TikTok and uh, and what, what's the name of that cell phone company? Huawei. Oh yeah, Hawaii, Hui, uh, something like that. And they're just like, guys, don't worry, we're in. And that's how they all find us. And that's how Killary tracks who she's gonna kill. <laughs> it's like the Matrix, but with federal agencies. They're all out to get you, bro. I just. That'd be so terrible, like, if you're the one guy and everyone's, like, trying to get to you, like, hey, like, you're a swing boat. <laughs> There's a movie about that. What? There was a, I forget what the name of the movie is, but I think it's, I think, I want to say it's Billy Bob Thornton is the main character, or he's the guy who acts the main, uh-huh. as the main character. Um, and what it is, is it's a movie literally about how the country had a a, a straight-up tie, 50-50, <clears throat> and this one guy was the only guy in America who didn't vote, and they need his vote. Both sides need his vote to win, and so the entire movie is about them trying to convince him to vote for their side, and he's, like, trying to tell him, he's like, no, like, I didn't vote for a reason. Like, you both suck. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll vote. I'm going to vote for this third-party candidate. <laughs> you know, and it's, like, it's one of those Figure weird things where it's, like, you know... I, I don't think obviously that could happen just because of the way that the that the, uh, the electoral college the electoral up, college right? is set up. Um, but if it ever but did. if it ever did, oh my god, it'd be like the toilet paper incident. This country would go to hell. I would I would hate I would both love and hate to be that guy because to be like I have the power versus bro I got a target on my head for whomever I vote. Yeah, it'd be like this <laughs> weird like it'd be this weird like duality where it's like on one hand I have all of this power to literally. Decide the fate. Decide the fate of the country as far as, you know, some people are concerned. Right. Or I'm about to be hunted down. By the other side. By the other side. And I'm going to be weakened and burned into the voting into the <laughs> voting booth and just plopped in there and just be the, you know, just all crumpled in there. And they're just like, it'll be like Bubble Buddy when he's in the bathroom and he's just like, take your time. <laughs> I take your time and everyone's like he's just a balloon they try to pop him and he goes wait <laughs> except for I'm actually dead but then I'm like wait <laughs> I pop up and, and that's how the and that's how the walking dead actually started <laughs> it wasn't no stupid virus or pandemic it was just weekend it was just, it, it was just a voter oh god it was just a voter who couldn't vote in time so he just pet you know he just perished in the voting boat in, in the voting booth none of those zombies are real they're just <laughs> they're just people weak like just like a sleep in comas <laughs> with like makeup on for a zombie crawl and these people are like ah! <laughs> we gotta get out of Atlanta the week is zombie crawl but everyone does like forgot about it and was like ah! <laughs> I remember seeing this thing about the Walking Dead where it's like yeah we know it's a TV show but theoretically like a zombie apocalypse in the United States wouldn't last for more than like maybe two years. <laughs> purely based on population Mm. and so they're like okay let's say that you know five percent of the country gets infected Mm -hmm. and then you know it spreads and you know now you're up to you know x amount of the country Uh being infected they were like even if i think it was like 50 percent or more Uh it was some weird number they were saying like even if this were to occur you'd still have this amount of people Mm. And say groups of 20, mm. just to make the math simple, I guess. And they were talking about how they were like, if that one group of 20 could take out 
however many zombies it was a day, mm -hmm. the zombie apocalypse would essentially be eradicated within, you know, a couple of years purely based on the fact that the population was killing more zombies than were being created. Right. But that that's where that's where I think it comes down to a little more than that. Because when those kinds of things happen, again, like the TP thing, you see people's true colors. Oh, yeah. So there are sure. people who are going to kill the people and be like, well, I need the resource. And it's like, but if we work together, because if this COVID thing has proven to me anything, is that you can't negotiate with people. They're either, it's either yes or no. There's no 50 50. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people, I don't want to wear a mask. Wouldn't stay home. Don't tell me what to do. Like, yeah. I'm not just, it's, it, I, <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. Like, come on. I, I actually saw something on Facebook the other day and it was funny because mm -hmm. I was like, uh, it was, it was something about how, you know, wearing a mask is this like huge political thing. And I was like, you know, it was only made political because people wanted it to be political. Right. I was like, imagine making something like lung cancer political because, you know, Trump is out here saying, no, cigarettes don't cause cancer. They don't kill you. The Democrats are just lying to you to, to you know, to tarnish your rights. It's like, are you serious? Like, you know, again, were certain things about this maybe blown out of proportion? Sure. Yeah. Sure. But, I'm no expert, but at the same time, it is pretty it's, bad. It's, it's not gonna kill you to wear a mask. Just like you know, it's it's not gonna kill you if you just stay home. Yeah, I gotta go to Walmart. Well, then go. It doesn't take then, that then long. Then go. Just in wear a mask. Out, in and out. In and out. Here's the thing. I'm I, I don't like wearing the mask, but I did it for the whole workout today, bro. Yeah, I, for I sure. I don't. I don't like. I don't like wearing a mask for sure. I kept sweating because I got this beard. But guess oh what? Oh my god, dude, it was the worst. My mustache was wet, <laughs> yeah, bro. But I did it, and I wasn't moaning about it. I said, "Well, if I want to be here, I gotta wear this mask. That's fine." And little little sacrifice to be out in the world. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's socialism. No, it's, I see what you're saying, but no. It, it, it's. I don't know. I I, I don't want to get into it on this podcast because this is a feel good kind of place. But man, I swear, if the apocalypse ever happens, be just know we're living in a cave. And like I told you, if I ever see your intestines, I'm gonna fight you. You're gonna fight me, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm because how else am I gonna get him back in there, bro? If I just, I'm gonna like put him in. I'm gonna punch you in the stomach. Why would you make me do this? And then they're back in. I'll sew you up, and I'll be doing mad. Like ah, be. And I'll just be dead because you punched the shit out of me, literally. I'll weaken the Bernies with you. <laughs> Someone will come to raid me and be like, is anyone else here? Yeah. Hey. He's right back there. What's up? See? He's chilling, bro. Yeah, he's just chilling. He's just minding his own business. I saw you moving your mouth. No, you didn't. Go look at him, bro. And he's like, yo, I'll dink him in the back of the head. Dink, steal his supplies. Not just that, bro. I'll cannibalize him, bro. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Donner party's back. I was going to say. I'll make you a plate, your old dead body. <laughs> Eat everybody but your dead friend, bro. You said, you said, damn, man, not hungry again? Mind if I have it? <laughs> sure, thanks. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to twist your thumb, B, but <laughs> are like, you going to eat them chicken tenders? Until a few years down the road when, like, you're decayed and bone and you're still wearing the same outfit and people are, like, starting to come to trade and they're like, oh my God, are you talking to him? I'll be like, am I talking to who? <laughs> Brandon? No, he's just chilling. <laughs> he like, don't eat a lot, but he's here. <laughs> he's active. <laughs> 
<coughs> He's just taking a nap. Don't ever disrespect him. He don't like to move from that spot. <laughs> Try talking to him without talking to me first. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> You'd be like that guy in Fallout. Uh, in New Vegas. He was stuck in that cave and he had to kill all those people and he just went crazy over the years because he had no friends because he just kept killing everybody. <laughs> he was he's like, oh boy, here I go killing again. And then he's sitting in his cave and he's like, dear diary, I'm sad because I shot that villager. I don't know why, but I just wanted to. He wasn't doing anything wrong. <laughs> he had it coming, though. He had it coming, that some bitch. Stay away from my cave. They'd be crazy because... I, I would, like, put beer cans by you as I find them, just to be like, oh, he's just drinking. That's a skeleton. What'd you say? What'd you say? And I'll look at I know he's thin. Oh. It's the apocalypse. Everybody thin. <laughs> me, you lost that hard fat you was talking about <laughs> earlier. You're looking pretty good. He's dead. Whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. Don't hey, talk hey. about him like that. Hey, he's not dead. He's just minding his own business. Like, like you, you should, should be. be. Now get out of my cave. But we just want to think out... Oh. Of the cave. Fine, we're going. Not fast enough. <laughs> Dink. Not fast enough. And that's when you set the booby traps. Be you hungry? <laughs> <laughs> that would be so wild. Just can't me and my, my like, like Jason Voorhees with his mom's head, but instead it's just my dude sitting on a rock. <laughs> Not even sitting on a rock. I'm just like folded up like a lawn chair because I can't stay up no more because I'm just bones. I just keep moving you up and you're wearing your fucking Metallica shirt and you're short. You're just like, wow, B, that's the smartest thing you ever said and I'm just, my jaw falls off. <laughs> when you it just... gets cold, I put a blanket on you. B, you look like you're cold. <laughs> stay warm. Stay warm, B. Hey, it's your turn for watch. Give you a gun and go lay down in the bed. If something happened, B, <laughs> You were on watch. What the heck? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me anyone was coming? Nah, I got it. They held you hostage. I can't uh, Okay, okay. I get it. They <laughs> snuck up on you, did they? You're just standing there. He's like, ah, they snuck up on you, didn't they? Nah. They were sons of bitches. The one entrance in the game, and they <laughs> snuck up on you. They must have been prone when they clawed in the cave. Say, B, don't worry about it. People blink all the time. You know, I don't like, stop once or twice. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, don't worry about it. Everyone falls asleep on watch. B, I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> B, I can't stay mad at you. You gave me your chicken tenders. <laughs> you went without so I could eat. I think I you're just like this morbidly obese, crazy guy because you eat nothing but chicken tenders. <laughs> chicken tenders and people. <laughs> Dink. So you want to sneak up on B, huh? Dink. I get it. They went prone. They was crawling with bushes on them. Probably just thought it was a little wind rustle. Well... You're like, so you want to sneak up on my friend B, huh? And they're like, sir, what are you talking about? We just walked into the cave. Don't you talk back to me. I'm the interrogator here. B, get him. Oh, they're out of bullets. Ah! Your leg's broken. <coughs> must have happened when they snuck up on you. <laughs> they must have got you. Oh, B, they got you? You... That's it. First you come into my cave all disrespectful like. Then you break B's leg. That's it. You're going to horny jail. Damn. Hey B. I know it's been a while, but uh I found this lady hand. 
over there. You're interrogating someone that, you know, try to sneak up into the cave or whatever, you know, loot your shit. And you're like, okay, B, I've got it. You're the bad cop. I'm the good cop. So don't worry. I'll work into him for a little bit. And then you come in and do your thing. Yeah, we're going to let him have it. So, uh, what are you doing in my cave? Oh, oh, okay. B, get him. And he just... Ah, I knew it! <laughs> your eyes tell all. I see right through the lies in your eyes. You come up in my cave, sneak up on my best friend, and what do you do? You break his leg. I, I didn't do anything. I thought this was an open cave. You thought he fired a warning shot. <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> I heard it with my own eyes. It was just your jaw falling on the cave ground. <laughs> <laughs> They're opening fire, B. <laughs> You're here for my toilet paper, aren't you? Someone comes in to shoot a few rounds, go through your shirt. B, they got you. B, don't worry, I won't let you bleed to death. I got you. <laughs> Just duct tape my shirt to my chest. All right, B. You're good to go. <laughs> It's like it's like left for dead with the med pack. You just wrapping gauze around stupid shit. Every year there's more gauze, so when they come in, you look like a monkey. <laughs> B, did you hear that? Oh, okay, must be the wings. You got an arrow in your head. <laughs> We're just drogger at this point. B, are you all right? There's a there's a snake in my boot. <laughs> B, it looks like someone put a tomahawk in your head. You is one tough sob. B. <laughs> Wow. I'd hate to see the other guy. <laughs> you know, B, I admire your strife. I admire your resolve, B. It doesn't matter what life throws at you, you always get back up. Just like you always used to say, doesn't matter how hard you get knocked down, it matters how you get back up. And B, you inspire me to get up every day. Man, you've been on that rock for 20 years and you ain't failed me yet. And then reality sets it in and you're just this guy talking to himself on the corner by a 7-Eleven. I was going to say, even worse. You're in the cave. And like This ranger walks in like, Brendan? Oh, we found him. He's been missing for 25 years. You're like, how long's it been, officer? And they're like, four days. What? Well, B, we're saved, but you're still dead. <laughs> Did you eat him? What do you mean? He couldn't have decayed that fast. It's just not possible. Are B? you saying that I ate my best friend? That son of a bitch back there gave me his chicken tenders every night just so I would survive. And you're thinking that I ate him? How dare you question his resolve? How dare you question B's loyalty? <laughs> B gave his so I can live mine. B sacrificed so I can keep the group together. What group? It's all skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> you were stuck up here four days. You grew a beard and you ate five people. Eight? <laughs> no. Like I said, be sacrificed for the betterment of the group. They was chicken. I had chicken tenders. I think he was feeding you people. Are you calling B a liar? You calling B a liar? You calling him a cannabis? 
What? <laughs> <laughs> they just haul you off to jail? Help! B! Get him! B! The Sam Squinch has got me! Firing Squad B! <laughs> just still over there in, this, in the corner. I look at you and be like, oh, B, they got you! B! <laughs> They're just like packing my bones in like a trash bag. Let him go! He ain't do nothing! <laughs> he may have beat me once, but I love him. Freebie! <laughs> Hashtag freebie. Put me on the death row. What's your last meal? B always had the best chicken tenders. <laughs> chicken tenders in a large Sprite. B. B. I'm coming, buddy. I'm sorry. I won't be able to live the rest of prison sentence with you. I don't know where they took you off to. <laughs> Just, just in a dumpster somewhere in the forest. Writing letters to you that they're saying, yeah, we're delivering them, but they're just throwing them in the garbage. <laughs> Dear B, <laughs> I don't know where they put me, but we gotta reconnect, B. Letter five. Dear B, you ain't written back yet. I'm assuming that they broke in your hands, B. Letter 17. <laughs> Dear B, they must have cracked your resolve. <laughs> But I want you to know that no matter what happens over where you're at, I'm always going to have your back. Letter 60, A-B. I'm getting real sick of this shit. I've been on death row for 20 years now. Letter 200, well, B, today's the day. Sorry I wasn't able to break us out. Letter 351, I lied, B. That wasn't the last time. But don't worry, I'm still formulating an escape plan. I know you ain't ripped back yet, but I know that you're strong and you're probably down in Mexico right now, building us a home. Letter 567. B, they're trying to drag me up. And there's just a skeleton somewhere down in Mexico who built a house just getting all these letters. They got your skeleton with a sombrero on the corner. He sits for day of the dead. <laughs> we we worship me. Excuse me, senor, but these letters came for you in the mail. He's just... <laughs> hey, whoever wrote these letters, they say... <coughs> they really have a connection with me. They talk about chicken tenders, time together, in the podcast. <laughs> this bee guy must have been pretty important. That's why they put him in sombrero. <laughs> Day of the Dead is now going to be known as Day of B. <laughs> Ooh, buddy, what an adventure we just went on. For real, someone's going to be listening to that and be like, oh my god. Who is B? <laughs> Who is B? Which one? What, when Who did this is B in this situation? Either one of us, dude. Because I'm pretty sure either of us would kill the other one. <laughs> <laughs> just to make it real? On accident? <laughs> <laughs> be like, ah, oh, son of a bitch, I killed B. And Wait would... a second. It downs on. It's real now. Even worse, we don't even like. We know one hundred percent. We're like, oh, he's dead. Well, B. <laughs> you just start looking all crazy. You're like, hey, B. Are you gonna finish those chicken tenders? I wonder if I can plead insanity and get off the death penalty. Hey, B. <laughs> hey, B. I've got myself a little, little plan to formulate here. Hope you don't mind if I crack it for you. Hey, B, let me crack that noggin for you right quick. <laughs> I drink eggnog out your head. I call that eggnoggin. 
Ed Gein cut your face off where it is a mask? Where's Brandon? I'm right here. <laughs> you're just like, oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I think he's back here. Let me go check on him. He, he was napping, and you're just like, God. <laughs> you just like scotch tape it to your head. Hello. It just like falls off in one corner. And they're like, oh, you're good. See you later, Brandon. <laughs> and you're like, son of a bitch, that was close. Ooh. B, they almost got me. They snuck up on me. <laughs> They snuck up on the guy. <laughs> you're just sitting there and you're just like, I can't believe we almost got bushwhacked today, B. And you're sitting there with no face. Them damn bushwhackers are coming for us. Oh, here, let me give you your face back. Staple it back. <laughs> so that was close. Narrowly avoided. In the, in the aviation community, they call that a near miss. Here's some peroxide I found with the wound. I'm just like foaming up. <laughs> Look like a really bad high school chemistry experiment. Like gone wrong. B, let me clean your eyeball out. Think, oops. Well, yep. well I guess I don't. Son of a... B, can you see where that rolled to? <laughs> I see your eye. Just tell me where you're saying. Tell me what you can see. Tell me where you're looking. It's dark. Yep. <laughs> yep. Damn caves. Yeah, well, oh, I think I found it. My bad, B. B. I'm sorry you're blind. <laughs> I'm sorry I stomped on your eyeball. But, I was looking for it. But I got you these glasses. I hope they help. <laughs> I heard that you can see better with these glasses. <laughs> I heard from this guy, Benjamin Franklin, that if you electrify a key and make it into glass, <laughs> that you can see better. I call them bifocals. See, I know you're mad about the eyeball, but I really appreciate if you just talk to me one time. <laughs> It's like I am legend when he's talking to the mannequin. <laughs> just talk to me. You're just like, say something, B. Say, say something. something. And then something happens, and I'm like standing at the foot of the cave. B, how'd you get there? B, are you real? B! <laughs> just for Ranger Rick to come through, like, hey, 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 what's going on? Where's that guy's face? <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on. I think he's sleeping back there. Let me go check on him for you. <laughs> Give me this back, B. It's all, it's all ripped up from the staples. How can I help you, Ranger? Are you okay, son? Well, you know, the raccoons. You know. Damn mangy mongrels out there always eating my friend. Them bubonic squirrels got me this time. Oh, no, not the bubonic squirrels. Yeah, so I'm just trying to quarantine in this here cave. So I just figured that me and B over here would just be better off living in this here cave. Even better, just take your face and put it on the back of my head so I can just turn around. <laughs> Sorry about my hairy eyes. Sorry about my eyeballs, I'm a little blind. <laughs> Excess of testosterone, I guess. Have you ever seen that movie, The Wolfman? Well, I got the gene apparently. <laughs> At least that's what the doctor in town told me. Hey, nice school, they call me Teen Wolf, get it? <laughs> And they call my friend here Toxic Avenger. Hello. <laughs> oh, no. The Adventures of B&B Cannibals. And it's just... <clears throat> Cannibal Hillbillies, like in those wrong turn movies. <laughs> hey, you took a wrong turn. We're hungry. You took a wrong turn, Ranger. <laughs> We're not cannibals. Like, by default, we go, so you took a wrong turn. Please don't kill me. What you got? You got any... You got any Peanuts or something. Well, here I have protein bar. Oh, that's good enough. Have a good day. Next person. What you got? Well, I don't. I don't have anything. Kill him. 
<laughs> you gotta have some kind of food to pay. <laughs> All I'm asking for is a couple of items. And if you ain't got them, no entrance into the cave. Gas, grass, <laughs> grass. There's, there's three things that keep this cave running. Ass, cash, or grass. Which you got. Which one do you have? I'm a straight man. But if Which I kill you, one <laughs> do you have? Uh, here's here's twenty dollars. Give me that. Get out of here, now boy. Get out of here before I tell your parents. Boy, I can go get some four loco with this. <laughs> All right, I've got a deal for you. This guy just came by, gave me twenty dollars. I'm gonna need you to go to the gas station and buy me some of them taquitos. You know the ones on the rollers. I take about four of those. B, you need anything? <laughs> I so just quiet. get him. Some, just get him some chips. You know what? You do look a little dried out. Uh, you think you're thirsty? Get him some water. Yeah, actually, you know, get him one of them fancy waters. But it's on sure, me. Make sure you don't be getting me them jalapeno cream cheese taquitos. Hey, do you see a toilet back here? That's what I thought. If you're spicy. I'm coming after you. If those people are still freaking out about the TP, <laughs> try to grab some. We can make some profits today. <laughs> if they're still wondering why there's no toilet paper, and I swear, you better not tell anybody because I'm the only one telling you right now. <laughs> I got it all in this cave. <laughs> How do you think me and me have survived this long? We're immune to disease because I shit on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I wipe right. with my hand and I squeeze. And I, I swish it around in the mud. Left hand, lift it up the crevice. <laughs> and how do I get it out? Sometimes I got to put the finger in the hole and I got to scoop it out. <laughs> and it's just some, like, businessman. And he's like, sir, I already told you your total. Just, can you just get out? Yeah. <laughs> well, we need to have, like, our own audio book be more <laughs> Our own graphic novel. That'd be pretty graphic. The Adventure <laughs> of B&B, the Skeleton Cannibals. Hey, <laughs> B. Yeah, I know you ain't much for talking anymore, but uh, I'm happy you're still here. <laughs> B, <laughs> oh, I don't know if you know this, but you're my best friend. <laughs> well, I'm glad you view the same way, B. What's well, that, B? Oh, I love you too. <laughs> Brings a tear to my eye every time. B, are you crying over there? Got a little condensation from rain. <laughs> B, are you crying? Is everything all right? You have them nightmares again? Oh, B, I see you made friends with the local caterpillars. They come in your hey, head. Hey, don't eat his eyeballs, you dumb caterpillars. He's already blind. <laughs> Leave my friend alone. B, you sure you don't mind the crows on your head? Yeah. They're all your right. friends? Well, I suppose it's all hey, right. Hey, wait, hey, wait. They're flying away, don't you be? <laughs> and then, And then you just spend this, like, next ten years of your life just trying to, like, find me. <laughs> you just get even more crazy as time has gone on. B&B Cannibal 2. <laughs> the Hunt for B. <laughs> the Rat of B. <laughs> the Rat of B. <laughs> I'm in another cave with like another group of people and they're like B Oh my gosh, hold on, I gotta look something up with that then. That's, oh no. Um uh, if I can spell. Hold on, y'all. 
It's the third one in the series. Uh, that's what it I, is. What is it the, so it'll be the B&B movie, <laughs> B&B The Wrath of B, and then B&B The Search for B. <laughs> <laughs> so B&B is when we get lost. B&B The Wrath of B is how how you become Skeleby. And then the search for B is after the crows kidnap you, Skeleton, and I have to hunt B down. <laughs> B and B the next generation. <laughs> B and B Voyager. B and B Deep Space Cave. <laughs> deep Cave Nine. B and B Generations. Paddlestar B and B or B and B Galactica. Star Wars: The Phantom B. <laughs> Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Bees. <laughs> Star Wars 3, Revenge of the Bees. <laughs> episode 4. A new bee. A new bee. Empire Strikes Bee. Or Bee, bee Strikes, Strikes Back. Back. <laughs> Return of the Bee. <laughs> the Bee Awakens. The Last Bee. The Rise of Bee. Rogue Bee. Han, Han Bee. Bee Solo. <laughs> Oh man. O B B O B R two B two Star Wars the B Wars R two B two C B three Jabba the B This is B racing <laughs> We've, we've turned we've turned ourselves into a cryptid. It's us versus the squawker. B versus the squawker. Freddy versus Jason versus B. A V B. All these movies, but it's just a skeleton named B. The poster is alien, and it says B. And instead of predator, it's just B skeleton. It's scolding into the right. Oh man. A V B requiem. You could use the, the like the alien series. You got B, B's, B three, B resurrection. <laughs> oh no! How about um, crap, 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 Jurassic B, <laughs> Jurassic B, the B, dude, John Carpenter's the B, John Carpenter's B O E. Rob Zombie presents House of a Thousand Bees. <laughs> it's like that movie Be Kind Rewind. Be but instead kind. <laughs> But instead of us like remaking the movies. Or wait, no, it would be us remaking the movies. It's just there's a skeleton named Bee. <laughs> All he does is just be a skeleton. And he wins every movie. Beacock. <laughs> what about the Bee movie? It would just be the Bee movie. <laughs> Oh, no. The B team. <laughs> it's like the A team, but a little worse. <laughs> it's the A team, but only at eighty percent. Mister B. <laughs> Johnny B. <laughs> oh no. Forrest B. <laughs> B. <laughs> well. 
I would say that be lightning. <laughs> I would say that's probably a pretty good spot to to end the episode with a with all of our new movie ideas. The rule of B B Y Z O. Tom B Y Z O. Well, be the last airbender. <laughs> Or Avatar the Last Beebender. Oh no. <laughs> be and Furious. Be Fast and V <laughs> Two B Two Furious. <laughs> now there's two of them. <laughs> be and Furious Tokyo B. <laughs> then you just have B at one point. B five. <laughs> That's a band. Well, while we slowly descend into madness in this little cave that we're in, maybe. we appreciate you guys for tuning in. As always, uh, make sure to check us out on YouTube, uh, Spotify, all social media outlets. 310 to be. <laughs> I think Brendan has officially lost it. So yeah, make sure to follow us on all platforms. Give us a like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell notifications. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Beak. <laughs> or the Beef Make sure to check out the friends of the podcast below. Um, give them some support because they're out here supporting us as well. The Bees Rejects. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Be on the lookout for all the Bee movies coming out. Bee from hell. <laughs>